0: listening to Takedowns to
1: Breakdowns. Kick it off, man. Go ahead. I always kick it off. So, uh... I'm not surprised at this point. When, (laughs) you know, something big happens in MMA media when it comes to John Jones. Ah. Um... Now, you and I have, have, uh... We've texted back and forth on this. Yes. And things that were said and discussed. Um, you know, this guy's a piece of shit. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a no-brainer, right? But I feel like this is absolutely the icing on the cake for me. This is like... And, you know, I was really thinking about a tech, something I had texted you. Yeah, And it, this is the exact reason why Dana White is a genius and why John Jones is still in the business. Because what I texted you was something along the lines of, I want to see somebody beat him until he's disabled. Which insinuates the idea of, I want to see this during a UFC event. Yes. You and wanna, I you di- wanna, wasn't yep. even thinking of it. Yep. I wasn't even thinking. Yep. Um, and this is and
0: this is why Dana White's a a, mil, a millionaire if not billionaire um because he does
1: stuff like this I mean and and I you know what I've heard other people's perspectives on the situation and a lot of people are saying you know what, we haven't heard John's side do we have to though <laughs> I mean the fact of the matter is his fiance was beat, beaten um, and bloodied. You know, and it's—I'm—I'm I'm sure she didn't—you know—fall. So, I don't know. I—I I think what upset me the most as well was uh, the picture I had seen of him bench pressing with like these inspirational messages, like God's putting him through another test. You know? Y- yeah. God with his tests. Um. <laughs> I'm literally, like, I don't know what else I can say about the guy besides, they're they're just, he needs, we need to find this dude's kryptonite. There's got to be a fighter out there. And I hope, I hope it's someone in the heavyweight division because I cannot stand this dude. I really can't. So his Instagram
0: caption of him bench pressing, like, after he posted bail and got out of jail or whatever uh i have way too much trauma to consume alcohol my brain simply can't handle it anymore i will leave alcohol in my past forever now is the time to work harder than ever turn this nightmare into the best thing to ever happen in my life what the devil means for bad god means for good get right back on my horse so he'll give up alcohol but cocaine is still a It's still on the table. I I don't understand. The first comment turned beating my fiance into the best thing ever to happen in my
1: life. Blessed. I know. Yeah, (laughs) really. I think what really killed me, though, was (laughs) the thing I sent you. It was uh, when Dana White was asked yet again, like, what is your opinion? Like, what is going to happen to John Jones? What what do you think? Like, what are the steps that should be taken now? And Dana's like, "Yeah, I mean, literally... Yeah, you know, I. (laughs) You just can't bring this guy to Vegas. I don't know what else to tell you. you (laughs) I figured, I figured by bringing his family, you know, it would change, but apparently not. Meh. You know, hands up. (laughs) Meh. So nothing. He had nothing to say at all. um, You know about feeling bad or whatever for his fiance, how his children must have been frightened during that situation. It was just like. Yeah, you know, it's just, I can't get this guy in Las Vegas and just to, you know, he he can't behave himself. It's It sucks every time we have to do a show out here, you know? I told him to stop drinking years
0: ago, I think was one of the exact quotes from Dana.
1: Yeah, you know, and it's the whole bullshit, you know, hey, we're just gonna, we're gonna see what happens and uh, see what plays out and go from there. He beat the
0: mother of his children bloody. This man deserves at least 10 hours of community service and an immediate title shot. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably yeah. going to get one. He's going to get a title shot against Francis Ngannou in the heavyweight division. Of course His he first is. heavyweight a fight is going to be fu- for the
1: title. Of fucking course it is. Of course it is. And I hate to say it, but he's probably going to win. He's, <laughs> he's probably going to win. And... Uh, I don't know, man. I, so, like, what 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 is your outlook on this now? I know we've always gone back and forth about, I mean, clearly, I get it. I get it. It's a business. But, my God, this is, like, beyond the act at this point, like a WWE act. You know, like, is this right? I mean, I, right? I
0: was against the whole pulsing situation. And, like, we're just going to move the event because the athletic commission says that, um... He's not allowed to fight because he failed a test, but you know, it, but right. it's pulsing, so he's actually not really failed. It's only, it's only like repeated signs of a drug from when he last failed and took performance-enhancing drugs. Right. Doesn't mean he's actively on it now. So we got to change athletic commissions. That situation made me kind of like over it. That was the last straw for me. Not even. Hitting a pregnant lady and leaving the scene. Not even the DUIs. Not even the... Like, what was he doing? Drag racing and shooting guns in the air and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. None of that. None of that. That was the deal breaker. Because that showed to me that the company is putting him on a pedestal above everybody else. Absolutely. Even more so than Conor McGregor. Yes. Which is crazy to me.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Or... And this is something I was thinking about, too. You know, like then you got guys like Nick Diaz trying to make a comeback when this dude was fucking suspended over weed, (laughs) which is legal at this point. Yes. Where isn't it legal? He was. You know what I mean? He was high. And there were like four
0: years for this despicable act. And then it was like.
1: And then it ended up being what? Five, six. Yep. Because Nick was just like, fuck coming back. Fuck this. My God. And that was another thing, too, man. Because uh, I I, I kind of want to stop talking about that piece of shit, John Jones. Uh, what did you think of Nick Diaz, um, you know, before the fight, during the fight? I haven't really seen anything uh, post-fight related as far as interviews go. Um, but I wanted I thought, to get your take. Here, I, I here thought was... he looked good. I thought he looked good. Yeah. So, like... The first thing I noticed was how humble this guy was and how, like, we weren't seeing a trash-talking Diaz brother, you know? He he knows, like, a six-year hiatus, coming back into it, you know, it is what it is, um... You know, even in the fight, we weren't seeing the taunting. Uh, no Stockton slap, nothing. Um, but my God, yeah, that dude is a... It's all about quantity when it yes. comes to... Uh, volume, volume,
0: volume, volume.
1: Yes, yeah. No, I, I thought it was really impressive. Um, what did you think of the way the uh, the uh, their fight ended, though? I thought it was a good call. I thought it was like,
0: so rumor has it. There's a lot of talk going on right now about how behind the scenes, there's something going on. Um, There's a reason why the Diaz camp asked for a, like the catch weight or whatever, or like the weight class to be bumped up. Something Mm -hmm. happened health wise. And uh, like rumor has it, Nick was unable to um, or Nick's camp was unable to reschedule the fight. So they had to either show up or cancel so he showed up and that's kind of why it's explaining he was so out of shape in a way like why he had a gut for example I um, noticed that I was like yeah. what, what
1: happened to his abs
0: I think uh, I think something. I think he's injured I think he, he was injured on some level um, and he couldn't train properly and that's why he was like let's just push it back and they said we can't do that so either cancel and back out or make it to fight that's what I think who knows it's all rumor his camp's not really saying much but Jake Shields was kind of alluding to something when he was tweeting about it he was kind of saying something about how like there was some shady shit going on for the for the negotiation of the fight um and that's why nick was kind of not really into it and he was not in shape Mm. uh i thought it was great though i thought he did a really good job i think um i think it ended fine i think the way they called it was good i think the old nick wouldn't have done that but i mean at the same time, this was a different Nick Diaz. I think just in general. Like, I think he's just, he spent so long out of the ring. I think he realizes, like, this isn't, it's not fun getting punched, man.
1: <laughs> this guy was robbed of his prime years. Yep. That's the problem. We we never got to appreciate. And I get it. He's been in the business for a, a, a really long time.
0: Long, you know, time, long, long, long time before UFC yeah long 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 time he but, was pride like yeah <laughs> long fucking time the whole problem with nick diaz as far as the legend and the story and the the legacy that he's going to leave is that he's a guy who is almost perpetually fucked by 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 fate somehow each and every single time something fucked his outcome over and at some point you could blame him Right. Oh, right. you didn't want to do the press tour. You didn't want to show up on time for the conference. You didn't want to answer questions. You didn't want to do the fan engagement. You didn't want to do. Uh, uh, don't get me wrong. A, a good like 35% of this like, is on Nick Diaz's shoulders directly about how his opportunities were squashed or how his gates didn't do the same level of revenue or all this other stuff. Or he had too much bad will built up. And I'm not saying that he should have done it differently. I think he was at the end of the day, the best part about Nick Diaz and his legacy is you're going to look back and you're going to say Nick Diaz was Nick Diaz and he was never anybody else. He never changed who he was for anybody. And yeah. that to me holds weight. Does it hold weight to Nick? I'm assuming it does because why else would he do it? You know, he was always honest, he was always up front and straightforward with 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 all of his, his all of his shit and all of his different situations um and i think robbie made the right call in that fight when he said i'm not going to the fucking ground with you <laughs> against the black belt i ain't going down against a diaz brother in jiu jitsu get the fuck up yeah. i'm not doing that and when diaz wouldn't get up i mean yeah I, I i think it's i think it was the right call um i don't know so it's i was hoping for this explosive comeback and not so mm-hmm. much explosive just in the fight, just explosive in in, in kind of the, the announcement of I'm Nick Diaz and I'm back. And I feel like we didn't get that. I feel like we got a, hey, everybody, do you remember me? I'm Nick Diaz. I got the vibe that he didn't even want to be there. Yes. Yes.
1: I agree. I agree
0: 100%. He didn't look and like for- it. He didn't sound like it. He didn't
1: right. Yeah. Which which isn't really doing much for the fans, especially the ones that notice that. Not everybody yeah. notices that, you know. And do you feel like he should? Uh, do you feel like he should have returned at all? I mean, I think I think he should have. Been.
0: I don't think he should have been away
1: yeah you know my stance
0: on marijuana in general i don't think he should have been suspended for four years for it right that's insane that's more than PED suspensions right tj dillashaw got caught with you know a flaming cocktail and he got suspended for what two years yep
1: that's insane to me four years for getting high four years or what about uh who's the guy who had really bad psoriasis on his leg chad Mendes. And didn't he get suspended because of the steroid topical cream he was yep. using? And they were the, like, yeah, "Oh,
0: you like you you use steroids?" He was like, "Oh, no, 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 that's that's my prescription cream for my psoriasis. Like this, is, look at my leg." And they were just, yeah. "Nope, you're juiced to the fucking gills. You're yeah. a goddamn killer out there on PEDs. You're gonna ruin the sport. You got to be."
1: He was just like, "Fuck this! <laughs> like, right. I don't need this. This is ridiculous." Yeah, I mean, then you got savages like Brock Lesnar juiced, going John out there. John Jones who
0: literally is pulsing with juice. And they were just like, you know what? We need to let him fight. We need to change the venue uh, five days before the fight so we can make sure he fights. Juice, Coke, alcohol, you name it. Yeah. Felonies, misdemeanors. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, stuff like this gives the John Jones situation, I mean, and the Nick Diaz situation, a guy suspended for four years from marijuana is just a fucking joke. Um, Yeah. You have all this and there's no accountability. And I feel like a part of that's the fight game. But I feel like a part of that is strictly Dana White in the UFC. Yeah. You know, Evander Kane of the San Jose Sharks in the NHL. Evander Kane is a star scoring winger for the San Jose Sharks. He is currently under investigation for betting on NHL games. And he is currently he's currently being investigated for claims of domestic abuse. All right. This guy's entire career is in jeopardy. If he is found guilty of either, he is probably going to be banished from the NHL. Right? As he should. Yep. Yeah. Betting on games. Betting. Not snorting coke off of strippers. Not beating. Uh, well, I mean, domestic abuse. Who knows? We don't know where that's going. But like, not, not hitting drunk driving and hitting people and fleeing the scene. None of that not yeah. popping hot for PEDs betting on games.
1: Yeah. I like, I mean that one yeah. is okay, so like that one is <laughs> a little harsh, but I mean if there's some sort of disme- but, but that's the know. that's the standard of conduct. Yeah.
0: That's the standard of conduct for professional athletes in the NHL. They're like if you're betting on games,
1: goodbye. Like I mean I could see also some sort of conspiracy theory like hey, what the hell are you involved in? Is this going to somehow alter a game you will be playing in? Oh yeah, you of know, course. Oh, you. of course. So I mean, I I can see how like how far it could actually go. Um but you know what? They're they're doing something right. But then I I mean, I'm I'm just curious, do we see this in boxing? Since boxing is becoming so big, I feel like I could even ask that question. Like You see you see like
0: you definitely see PED stuff. You definitely see domestic abuse stuff, but it's I don't think it's always the same person. Fighters being reprimanded though? Uh, not really because it, there's different promotions, right? You can just kind of mm. hop promotions and go to a different promotion in a way. So it's not the same. Um, it's not like they're contracted and, uh, it's not like they're trying to stay under a specific banner. And MMA, people are trying to stay in the UFC. People aren't trying to get kicked out and leave, right? That's like people right. aren't trying to find a different one. They're, no, it's the UFC. That is the top. In boxing, it's, uh, I could just hop to promotion to promotion and just keep getting paid. That's how it is cuz mm-hmm. you know what I mean it's it's all about the pay-per-view card. So it's yeah. uh Yeah, man. I don't know. I'm just I'm just so over the John Jones story. I'm just so over John Jones as as a as a character in the UFC. Like I'm ready for him to be gone and I think I think here's the th- here's the thing. I think the majority of people also want him out. Yeah. Granted there's some John Jones like dick writers that are defending him of just like well we don't know that she's bleeding because of him and we don't know that it's a history of domestic abuse it could just be an accident this one time it's just like do you you see this guy's history do you know what you're saying right now yeah (laughs) like yeah and the fact that the kids his kids are so calm about it means clearly this has been happening Mm -hmm. his kids weren't hysterical and crying or they were just like
1: completely unfazed by
0: it yeah. So, yeah.
1: I mean, another guy I'm kind of tired of hearing of as well. And I really hate to say because I, I was a fan in the beginning. Um, Connor McGregor. Uh, what do you think of the whole incident at, <laughs> was it MTV or VH1 yeah. or whatever MTV. award? MTV. Him and Machine Gun Kelly yeah. almost got into it. What the hell was that about? And first off, first of all, why was Connor McGregor even there? Oh, he, he, he was, uh, he read out an award.
0: Oh, okay. like he went on stage and he was like, and the winner of like, I'm here to present the candidates for the blah, blah, blah award. And here they are like that. He went out and did it. Oh. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, uh, what do I think about that? I thought that was funny and <laughs> I thought it was, I thought it was like, that's funny that he's getting mad that i guess somebody doesn't want to take a picture with him i don't know I, I i just at this point here's the problem with connor at this point every time connor does stuff it's just noise it's yeah. no longer hot it's no longer yeah. the fun the, the fun interesting thing it's just fucking noise like when he was yelling at poirier about like your wife's in bdms like all that other shit from the cage floor that was noise yeah It was just noise. Was it entertaining? Yeah, it was funny, but that was just noise. Him, you know, yelling at Machine Gun Kelly because Machine Gun Kelly denied a picture with him. That's just, it's funny, but it's just noise. It's just (laughs) just noise. Like, John Jones having domestic abuse and cocaine problems and spending $15,000 in a strip club in one night and then getting arrested after telling the cops that he could beat them all and then slamming his head into a cop car repeatedly or hard enough to dent the car and cause damage and then get charged for it. That's not noise. That's why is this guy still here? Yeah. He hasn't fought in what, like three years?
1: That's true. He hasn't fought while.
0: anytime soon. I think it's two years. I think it's, I think it's two years. He hasn't fought anytime recently. So what, about, what is he here for? Oh, he might fight Francis Nagani if Francis and him can sign the contract for the money. It's like Francis knows his worth. John knows his worth. Like this also like john's just john's absence in the cage started when he was like i want dana white in the ufc to pay me the way they pay like tyson fury or deontay Wilder in boxing i want millions and millions and millions and millions and millions and dana was like nope we pay all of our fighters well and john was like no you don't no you don't uh and it's also funny because dana white came out to try to defend that he that like they pay their fighters well enough and he, and I think his argument was if you have a problem with what fighters get paid, go ask them because they have nothing they have no clause in their contract where they cannot discuss their pay so you go ask them about their pay and see what they say. The thing he doesn't leave out is that no fighter will actually probably publicly say something unless they're a top tier star because they're going to get blacklisted by Sean Shelby and the UFC and Dana White and they're either going to Have horrible fights, or they're going to just not get like they're just going to be in suspension of not getting a fight contract and not getting paid, and they won't be able to be released, so they can't make a living. Right. So either go commit career suicide, or you know, go fuck yourself. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know, it's it's shady. I I again the whole the fact that fucking the UFC moved an event for John Jones after he failed (laughs) a drug test is just that fucking it's mind-blowing that's fucking mind-blowing to me Mm -hmm. i can't believe they did that and now you're having this and they're asking dana white like when is enough enough and they're like ah you know he can't have his alcohol you know he can't handle alcohol (laughs) just cool that's not answering our question like when's enough enough with this guy does he have to kill somebody uh Here's a question. But but in what situation?
1: If, if it was wife... during a professional fight? Or... No, no, no,
0: no. If they found that out that his fiance was dead in a pool of blood and they found John Jones in a strip club, coked out of his mind and blacked the out. The
1: first thing Dana White would ask is, is he getting the minimum?
0: <laughs> Not even that. The UFC probably wouldn't cut ties with him still. Hmm. They would probably just say, it's under investigation and we can't say anything about it. We don't know what happened. In the hopes that he somehow didn't go to jail. Yeah. (laughs) Hmm. Right? I mean, you tell me a situation that you could see John Jones getting cut from the UFC. You tell me. Other than, like, a a dead, an immediate member of his family is killed by him. I... uh,
1: if the person he killed was Dana White, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what? I mean, who else? What else would it take? You know, even just beating up Dana White, I think Dana would be like, "No, no, I, I spoke out of term. <laughs> I, can, like, I, I should have listened, and I didn't."
0: I, 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 don't know. I, I don't know. Like, I'm all for the redemption arc. I'm all for people make mistakes, but this is
1: the eighth mistake it's just been yeah for a long time though and then you know putting on the whole religious thing and i you know there's just too many too many bullshit stories coming out of his mouth i just i also just don't understand i don't know faith
0: and religion is a completely different episode but i'll just say this i don't think just because you say uh god is giving me a test to pass or God is here supporting me. I don't think that makes you a pious or righteous person just because you said that. I don't care about reconciliation within your religion. I don't think that's how that works. I'm pretty sure you cannot say, I did not mean to drunk drive and kill somebody because God was giving me a test and I must pass this test. That's why I'm innocent. So don't put me to jail. Nope, that's not how that works. I'm glad you have (laughs) guilt. Uh, But uh I don't care what test god gave you. You failed it because you killed somebody because you were drunk driving. So you're going to jail. That's that's how that works. Um Yeah. I don't understand. Uh it's just I don't know. It's it's honestly it's turning me off of the it's turning me off of it. UFC it's, in general? Yeah, not MMA, but yeah, in general the UFC. It's making me not like I was already at a point. I'm well, glad I'm not the only one that felt this way. Yeah, like the fact that he's still there is making me be like, you know what? I And this started with Greg Hardy. Greg Hardy, NFL player, uh, accused of domestic abuse and all that other stuff. I think he got dropped or cut from the NFL, joined MMA. And then he's on the main card as a young, like inexperienced fighter. Why is he on a main card? Oh, he's, he's an NFL player, a former NFL player. Oh, cool. Was he like a big name? Was he like a hall of famer nope he was just in the nfl for a bit (laughs) it's like oh so why is he on the main card oh it's actually because everybody hopes that he gets beaten up because of his domestic abuse uh allegations um so they hope that he gets beaten up so we know people want to watch it so if we put it in the main card it forces them to watch the rest of the card and Mm -hmm. uh it bumps up the numbers for the main card views oh so it's a business move it is a business move yeah gotcha okay so why is and, and and that that explains it the second that happened i was just i understand is the capitalistic mo- capitalistic it's the capitalist move to make mm-hmm. i 100 percent understand that i'm not disagreeing as somebody who wants to make more money i would do the same thing um it doesn't morally mean it's right but you're not in the business of morals you're in the business of money right right yeah if you're rich you want to be richer You know, if you're poor, you want to not be poor. That's the bottom line, right? So I get it. Um, And then with the John Jones stuff, it's just, again, I got turned off by the whole shit with the athletic commission and moving the fights. And I think listeners know that we don't talk about the UFC as frequently anymore because we're kind of just burned out on the whole, like, the whole culture of it at this point.
1: Well that's the thing, right? It, it's it stopped it, we stopped having conversations of the fights in general. You know, and it's more or less of personal shit. And, and yeah. all this bullshit behind the scenes and what's being allowed, what's not being allowed and clearly seeing who the favorites are. Um yeah, man, and I've I've said it plenty of times. It is becoming the WWE, unfortunately. Yeah,
0: we used to talk about fighting styles techniques breakdown stances um pacing uh you know like ring ring control management and, uh, and corner and, and corner reviews like we did all we used to break down so much and then it turned into can you believe that this happened and this person did that or did you hear about this drama and that drama and now that person's arrested and they have a court date and this person that? and now it's just why, why I don't know. soap opera man that's all it is now yeah and it's just I'm, I'm kind of over that but yeah let's talk about the real good stuff yeah man
1: <laughs> 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 accurate Rocky 4 <IV>, baby <laughs> oh man
0: the best Rocky in my opinion to date easily Easy. Are you being
1: sarcastic or for no, real? I'm
0: being serious.
1: Yes. Yes. Easily.
0: Easily. It was, it's so good. It was so good.
1: Yes. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. And I, I know I've, I mentioned this before. This was literally the only movie I grew up on for I, most of my childhood. I only saw the fourth movie and it wasn't until maybe like within the last five years I happened to see the first one, and I think, like, the fifth one. Uh, so it was really cool doing this whole, like, thing that we've been doing. Um, but, yeah, even still, like, watching the fourth one, I, I have to agree, it's still absolutely my favorite. Um, Yeah, man. So how do you want to start this? Oh, I feel like there's so much. Well, how about this? I mean, as usual, right? Like, it, the movie starts... Montage of the last fight in Rocky Three, uh, but this time they go—you know—they go back and forth. You see the silver boxing gloves coming in, uh, one with the American flag, the other with the, the Soviet Hammer. Union flag. Yeah, Russia, yeah. and they just collide and explode. It boom, Rocky Four, uh, and uh, yeah, and then it also shows that scene that I thought was a little fishy. What with, scene? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 the, yeah, yeah. The promise scene. They got that sexy music playing. Um, ding, ding. Ding, ding. Yeah, yeah. that was a little that weird. One. But uh, yeah, and uh, it literally... So the movie starts, I guess it's him coming home from that little <laughs> training session. And uh, at first... I, Cause I didn't remember. I was like, "Is that like only? Is that a single paparazzi dude just sitting there with a bright ass camera, waiting for Rocky to come home? It's his kid." Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, <laughs> <laughs> the, the fucking light on this camera is so the bright. size of my microphone. It was ridiculous. Uh, but it was also uh, what's his name's birthday? Um, Paulie. They were celebrating yes. his birthday, and uh, man. <laughs> This is where they were. <laughs> wait, wait, really real, quick, real quick, real quick. Yeah, yeah.
0: You're just an asterisk and then continue your sentence. What you're about to describe is the one factor of this whole movie. I kept saying, "What the fuck is the point of this?" <laughs> continue, continue.
1: <laughs> so, so Rocky comes in, right? And it's Pauly, you know, smoking a cigar. Like, hey, you're like, you're, you're late, whatever. Oh, sorry, Pauly. You know, just. <laughs> Whatever. And uh, he's like, hey, but I got you a present, right? It Oh, and I want to point something else out real quick. Yes. The music budget oh, in amazing. this film was amazing. Amazing. Right? Super 80s. And, it's uh, so good.
0: It's so good. I love it. I love it. I love it so much.
1: There was a lot of, and I describe this a lot in my notes, there <laughs> – Alien <laughs> alien sounding music happening throughout the film. It's like synth film.
0: heavy, weird sound yes. effects stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: So you hear the music playing and they all turn to look in the hallway, and out comes this like six or seven foot tall, like fucking Asimo robot, <laughs> and it's playing music. And it's got like a built-in like speak it speaking spell thing on it, like "Happy <laughs> Birthday, Polly." That was that shit was hot in 1986. <laughs> Happy Birthday, Polly. <laughs> he comes in. He had like a cassette deck. Yeah, <laughs> Uh, and he's bringing out the cake, whatever. And Paul, what killed me though was, you know what? If I was a character like Polly. <laughs> I would have been fucking like like I, I don't know, like mind blown, right? The whole time he's just sitting there dead eyed staring at it. He's looking at Rocky, he's like, you know, I, I just wanted like a sports car or something. <laughs> to this it's it, you know, after four movies, there's still signs of him of not appreciating shit ever. Yeah, no, like of being he, of
0: being an <laughs> asshole.
1: Yeah, like, even when they were nothing, like, nobodies back in <laughs> Jersey, like, it's, like, just nothing. He's not happy with anything. And, yeah, he gets yeah. this fucking robot, and Rocky's like, hey, like,
0: it's state of the art, you know? It's it's, uh, it's going to be your friend.
1: Yeah. He's like, yeah. I don't need a friend. I need a sports car. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh so, yeah, that robot's function, I don't know. Well, it was what just the, a robot. What, what was the point of that in the movie? To show... Okay, so here's my thing and why I brought up the whole music. I think maybe in the 80s they were really getting, like, experimental with, like, futuristic shit and technology and, like, really far out type of stuff. You know what I mean? So the idea of having a robot and you're hearing this... Weird synth music and, um, you know, stuff like that. And, and the re- another thing, too, is uh, this next scene. Literally right after, uh, we get introduced to the bad guy of the film, uh, Ivan Drago and his wife who by the way don't know if you knew this was Sylvester Stallone's real wife back in the day really the guy, yeah the lady with the short blonde hair yeah they were married actually they were married at that time oh my god really <laughs> it, she's a smoke show yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um and i want to say the kid that's actually their kid rocky's son so i know the baby i know the baby in, when was the baby born? In the first or second film? That was his actual second film. son. And I think the one that the th- we saw <laughs> for literally two minutes. Yeah, I was going to say the
0: third <laughs> film. We saw the kid like maybe for a total screen time of two minutes and 40 seconds. So. Yeah,
1: yeah. In this one, I want to say it's still his son and that's their son. Um. So yeah, like the whole Shit. family was in that film. Oh, Go figure. Um Okay, okay. But yeah, man, Dol- a, a young Dolph Lundgren. Uh, Real young. Yeah. That's so young. Yeah. <laughs> That's so young. Because literally the only time I've ever seen this dude in a movie was, uh, what was the fucking film with all those superstar guys? Expendables? Uh, the Expendables. That, I think literally it was like Rocky IV and then this movie was the only other <laughs> movie I've seen him in. Uh, and yeah I mean and what's interesting too not to really get off topic it's just amazing to find out this guy's an actual mixed martial artist oh um, yeah Sensei used to say that he used to say that Dolph Lundgren was an actual like black belt martial artist yeah and not only that but his intelligence is like it's, I think he's like a um an actual like physicist or something I know he has something to do within the scientific like environment or field uh, he actually has like a degree in something. I want to say he has something to do with. Uh, I think he's a physicist. I could be wrong on that, but
0: yeah. I mean, they did. They did make a joke out of it in Expendables Two, where he talks about like I think the theory of relativity or something like that. Oh, okay. At, at, a, at a moment, like he was writing down like the like a physics equation. Yeah. He was like, "This is like I think it was like Einstein or somebody else's theory of blah blah blah." It's it's like the most like groundbreaking theory that led to. To all these, all these certain things, and they go okay. Yeah. yeah, and he goes, and this is what I think of it. And then he like blew his nose in it or something.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, you know, the one thing about his character in this film is he's supposed to look, I guess, not human. And again, I think there was this weird experimental phase back in '86 or something. It was like, no, no, we gotta give off this robotic vibe. Like he's a machine, not a man. You know, yeah. same thing with like... And I think, honestly, that was the whole reason for the robot, to answer your question. It was the idea of, oh, we're trying to put in the audience's head that this has something to do with machines. This man in the movie is a machine. He's not uh, a man. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So this was like okay. the introduction to that, right? Um, At least that's how I took it. Okay, um, no, no, that's legit. So you know they're going they're having an interview with with, well not necessarily Drago he doesn't talk but his wife does yes and they're literally having this interview in what looks like a test lab but it's his gym (laughs) and there's scientists like all these Russian like rockets yeah like scientists showing off all this equipment um it was, ins- <laughs> it was kind of funny, though. So, like, some of the shit was kind of cheesy. But, uh, yeah, and then what's interesting, actually, now that from what we just talked about earlier, one of the interviewers uh, asks them, like, yeah, you know, uh, Russia's known for uh, doping or u- the use of, you know, uh, they're, they're known to use steroids, in uh, their athletes and blah 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 and you know the the wife and the I don't know who that guy was, maybe his manager or something. He's like, yeah, no, no, like we don't do any of that. Ha ha. Uh, <laughs> um it's and it's just amazing, like that stuff was never tested back then. You know, it was just like, no, just take our word. No, no, no. This is all natural, all natural. You Americans are silly. We're here to teach you. Yeah. You know of what us Russians can do. Ha ha. Um <laughs> Yeah, drug testing was absolutely not a thing. And what did you think of seeing Ivan Drago hit whatever it was he was hitting, the machine, and averaged at 1,850 pounds of pressure?
0: Um, It reminded me of the punch machine at the arcade. Yep. With the ticker... Um I think it was more like I, I understood what they were trying to convey. I understood the yep. point of doing it. I, I I get it, especially when you look at it look at it like with relativity. You know, like imagine if we were in the eighties with seeing that for the first time. It's like oh my gosh. It's just it's a little Dave and Buster's right now in 2021 to see that, right? You know, it's... it's.
1: I mean, we're talking I, almost one ton of punching power. Yeah, <laughs> I know,
0: right? I mean, true. There's that too, right? It's, it's this <laughs> crazy number. Um, I mean, we don't need to get into that part about how he, like, kills Apollo Creed, but then lights up Rocky. Not to jump ahead. Lights up Rocky for 12 rounds or whatever, and Rocky's totally fine. No 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 it's fine. Move on from that. Um <laughs> Um I I I liked it. I I liked the whole idea of trying to show like you said, oh he's such a machine. He doesn't smile. He doesn't yeah. have emotion. I <laughs> he's somehow for some reason always glistening and sweaty at all times. I don't yes. understa- I didn't understand that part. Yeah. Um
1: I guess showing just how intense he was. Yep. But yeah, no. Um. (laughs) The one thing I have to say, uh, there was, I mean, clearly, uh, you should be able to tell by now, there's a formula to how they do these movies. Um, And here's an example, right? So obviously Apollo sees and hears about this Drago guy, and, you know, he's convinced that he's got to fight this guy. For Whatever reason, he has this, I guess, uh, this flame was ignited inside of his boxing soul, and I the tiger, I yeah. the tiger, um, you know, and then the talk of retirement comes up, and yeah, but Paulo, you know, like it's over, and this was weird hearing it from Rocky, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the
1: retirement talk, right? Yeah. And uh, you know, he just wasn't having it, and at that point, I was like, hmm, do you think it was an ego thing or do you think this was a case of like CTE for Apollo yeah I think it
0: was ego yeah I I think it was there's I don't know any other reason for a retired fighter to come out of retirement other than they need the money or it's their identity and Apollo was saying that I'm a fighter Rocky we're fighters this is who we are this is what we do like all that other shit when yeah Rocky's gotten wise in three movies you know um, when, Amazing, when Rocky, right? Yeah. So philosophical and deep. Uh, Rocky's talking about, you know, the end's coming for us, man. Like, like we can't do this forever. What are we doing? You know, we're just, we are who we are. And we're, we're, we can only do so much, and then it's over. Yeah. Apollo's, no, 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 that's not true. I can keep going. I feel better than I ever felt. I'm faster than I have ever been. I'm the, the most fit I've ever been in my entire life. I'm the best <laughs> shape of my life. Blah, 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 blah.
1: Yeah. yeah. And yeah. somehow Rocky was like, Okay, I'll help <laughs> you. <laughs> uh y- you know okay, another thing that I appreciate about this film is I think even the producers were like, Listen, the audience knows the backstories of everyone. We're gonna cut to the chase every fucking scene. Right. Yeah. So after yeah, that yeah. talk, is it do you see a training session? Nope. Nope. Straight to a fucking pre-fight conference. Yep. And um it's Apollo and it's Ivan Drago and his people. And, um, you know, Apollo's being very humble, you know, and he's clearly saying, like, no, it's, you know, it's going to be an exhibition. Like, we're here for to entertain, but haha, like, we're American. You're on U.S. soil. And, you know, you guys will see. Ha ha. Yeah, he's just and, trying to be uh, funny
0: and just trying to lighthearted about the whole thing.
1: Yeah, and they the Russians try to get political, you know, with their statements, and they're like, you guys see us as, you know, these tiny things, but we are much more than that, and blah, 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 and things get heated, a fight almost breaks out, and, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, but literally, I mean, when I say see to scene, here we go, now it's fight night. I mean, it literally was like, <laughs> Rocky agrees to be by a side pre-fight conference. Now it's fight night. This must have been the best intro for any of the boxers in any of the Rocky movies ever. And it starts with... Ivan Drago in the middle of a boxing ring and at first if you've never seen the movie you're like okay where's the audience and then the ceiling opens up and the (laughs) ring is risen from underneath meanwhile Ivan Drago is greeted to American Entertainment (laughs) as James Brown enters (laughs) the stadium or wherever they were fighting and puts on a show for the entire song Yes. (laughs) Yes, <laughs> that was like a five-minute ordeal. Yes, and Ivan Drago's looking around, like scanning the room or whatever. His AI chip was going insane, and uh, yet yeah, they got James Brown to come in and <laughs> entertain, and Apollo Creed too had like a little dancing number with his oh, American a dancing outfit. intro. Oh yep. my god, it American was, outfit, was beautiful. Had it some was dancers. <laughs> yeah, no, no, one hundred percent,
0: one hundred percent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know. It was circus like.
1: It was. It, it was a yeah, circus. Yeah, it was. It was great though. It was absolutely amazing. And uh, I, I, I wrote a little side note here. Announcer has an amazing mustache. Um, <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong about that. So now, again, and I, I already warned you. I said, Rocky three, there's going to be a pivotal moment. Rocky four, there's going to be another one. Yes. Um, and this is when the fight begins and, uh, I'd like to get your take on it, but I actually do want to point out real quick. I was very impressed and you can see where this guy really does have an MMA background. This was the first fighter you saw that went up against Apollo. He was using his arm for distance. I don't know if you caught onto that. No, he, I was keeping, he was either keeping Apollo away or measuring his distance. And, and Ivan Drago had his hand up. <laughs> yes. This was probably the most professional <laughs> amateur boxer <Yeah. laughs> we've seen. And it took four Rocky movies. Yes, He had one arm up and he was keeping the other one at, at length, measuring distance. So go on. You, you can take it from here, man. You, you can talk about the fight if you want. Um, all the Rocky boxing scenes, like the
0: when they actually box and fight, I don't know how else to put it. It's so embellished. It's so it's borderline Hong Kong level of of like running on flower petals kind of embellishment. You know, it's almost to that level. It's just I don't know who. Maybe... You know what? Maybe they didn't have a fight coordinator. Maybe they didn't have a fight coordinator, and that's why they look like this. But most Rocky boxing fights, look re- they look like kids play fighting. Like, oh, yeah. I'm going to hit you. Boom. Oh, you go flying. Oh. No, but yeah. I'm not knocked out. I'm still up, though. Well, I hit you again. Boom. Oh, it's okay. I'm still up, though. Like, that's what that's what these fights... Uh, right yeah okay yeah. cool so you're with me I, that's what they look like to me like oh I'm gonna hit you with the jabs and the jab is so strong you fly all the way back into the ropes Yeah. it's more embellished than professional wrestling <laughs> I feel like if you take the boxing from Rocky movies and you put it up and we watch Monday Night Raw tomorrow night I feel like <laughs> Monday Night Raw is more realistic one hundred percent hundred okay like, oh, i'm not arguing that he's dazed in the middle of the ring oh it's the day oh. <laughs> like that would be more realistic to me than watching a, a boxing fight in rocky that I'm just saying that you're right Lundgren does the most respectful portrayal of of fighting in, in a Rocky movie to date with this mm. with this with his scene um. <laughs> but it's this it's also like video game levels of of parody where in two shots i think it was like two to four shots apollo creed half his face is swollen and he's yeah. bleeding and he's got a cut here and he's just after four hits yeah you know and for the I'm sorry for the record in the fight Apollo's doing his thing you know he's got his dancing feet you know he's popping the jab he's circling on the outside popping the jab he's finding range he's going the body low a little bit then he goes back up high and then one of the Soviet coaches says something like kill him and then (laughs) dolphin (laughs) hug And then and then, yeah. Drago, I'm sorry, not Dolph Lundgren. Ivan Drago just goes, lah! 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 and just starts throwing crosses. And these crosses are so powerful. So powerful. <laughs> yeah. The first shot, it's just like all the sweat. And also, I love the fact that I, love, I always love this too. In every boxing fight in Rocky, in every fucking movie so far, they are walking into the into the cage, and they're just standing there in front of each other. They are both literally glistening like they just yes. like stepped out of the shower. Yes. I don't know how they're sweating that much, but they are <laughs> glistening. Like, for those who want to know what I'm talking about, take a shower tonight. <laughs> and look in the mirror. Get out of the shower. <laughs> look in the mirror. That's You're how a Rocky how background sweaty they are. Yeah, 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 that's how much <laughs> fluid is on their skin. It's fucking ridiculous. Anyways the first punch like knocks all the all the liquid off his off his head like this giant cloud of poof, like of mist and then the next yeah. he's just like, and then the second punch comes in and it throws him all the way back and he bounces off the he bounces off the ropes and he gets another punch and he he turns whatever there's like a quote unquote big punch in rocky movies so far yeah. when you get hit with it you almost you stumble you turn and you jump and it's just like this giant f- huge hit of oh my gosh it's so strong he punched yeah. him from the middle of the ring into the turnstile oh into the corner and it, it's it's absurd it's fucking absurd yeah. uh, anyways you know I really do want to do this I want to watch I want us to watch a Rocky fight and call it like we're watching a UFC Like a real fight? fight? Yeah, strategy, technique, what are we going to say in the corner, what do they got to do to change it, <laughs> all that shit. And then we're going to okay. watch a WWE match, modern-day WWE match. No, you know what? Fuck it. We'll watch a... One uh, from uh, the 80s? Yes. We'll watch a time-appropriate, time, <laughs> I, I, a time appropriate, accurate piece to compare and watch okay. a wrestling match with a WWF back okay. in the 80s and we will compare the two and, and we'll live call that as well i guarantee you the wrestling one will be a little bit more realistic than the rocky one 100 anyways anyways those are my thoughts on the on the on the boxing match um okay uh, they really tried to convey he's so strong he is strong he is steel he is stronger than bull and he he was just punching apollo creed so hard apollo creed is bleeding he's swollen puffy eye all that uh within you know four to six punches and then at the end of the round rocky goes <laughs> i'm calling it i'm calling it you're dying out there he's gonna kill you and apollo goes no. logic yeah no don't call it no matter what no matter what and this makes this brings up a topic you and I actually have (laughs) talked about multiple times on episodes yeah Yeah. uh, in real case situations with this stuff yeah and it is it is when you when you put in the towel for your fighter and I believe to date Trevor Whitman is the only guy who uh, is the only coach who actively in and is willing to say nope call it we're done we're not taking more damage yeah um think trevor whitman and maybe somebody else i forget who but it's very rare and and just like in the real life examples it's always a case of no i think if you're taking unnecessary punishment and you're not going down you need to call it yeah i don't understand the macho symbolism of no go out on your shield you die like a spartan just no because you like a spartan will actually die and i have to worry about bills i will yeah. have to worry like that. this fighter has to worry about bills in a lifestyle and a career And, and prolonged permanent damage So never no, yeah.
1: call it And also quick note uh, For the movie Like his wife was in the audience And this guy has a kid back at home as well So fuck But, him, but that was his it. mindset
0: Yeah fuck him don't call it
1: it's That's why I was saying like you do you do. think it's CTE Or do you think this is an <laughs> ego Like this dude was willing to die man I think it's it's ego it's gotta And be literally ego. he looked at his wife And like nodded like alright like see you again sometime, you know. Like
0: what the <laughs> fuck. Yeah, no, that was an emotional scene, but it was also kind of imagine if that fight happened in real life. And we watched a dude die like that in real life, right? With Drago punching after the bell and shit. That yep. dude wouldn't wouldn't have been able to leave the country. Yep. But in this it was just Hey, that's boxing, you know? Fuck it.
1: It's- <laughs> yeah, I mean... Yeah, man, round two was just... Uh, that was the moment, you know? He, I think he tried to get a few hits in, and then uh, Drago just finished him, and literally that final punch where he just goes dead, and he yeah. falls flat. And then what was crazy, too, is like you're seeing the body literally twitch. Like... Has something like that been done before when a when, body's uh, twitching per, yes. portraying death, you know, in in something like that? Oh, uh I mean, we're talking about the 80s.
0: Yeah, no, there was definitely scenes where you saw a body twitching as, as oh, it was twitching? dying or Oh, I don't know. I'm not a I'm not okay. a film geek enough to know, but I mean, it's not like it's the first death scene that's been put out there.
1: Oh no, no, of course not I, I just thought it was interesting Like they even threw that detail in Like this guy is literally either already dead And we're just watching his muscles spaz out Or he's currently dying Yeah Yeah, that was That was that And then, uh, yeah, he's given his speech You know, like I am great And or whatever and Whatever <laughs> I am, th- I don't know what he says <laughs> Fuck him, you know <laughs> Right, true, 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 uh, and yeah, he dies right there in the ring, and again, cutting right to the next scene, funeral takes place for Apollo, and Rock. A quick is, one. Uh, I'm surprised.
0: Yeah. I'm surprised it's so quick for such a prominent character.
1: Yeah. Yep. I think the whole point is, you know what, your friend just died. Can't spend too much time mourning. We got to get in that fucking gym and start training. <laughs> You know? Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah 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 yeah. And here was what was crazy too, like there wasn't even any talk really. It was like after the funeral, there was already a Rocky versus Ivan conference. Yes. Well you know, it was this, Well wait, 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 wait. Wasn't there a situation where he was talk Oh
0: yeah, he, we saw the family talk after the conference. It was after because, after
1: the yes. And that family talk was him pa- uh Uh, I think it was like the night before he was leaving to go to, uh, well, we'll get there, but yeah, yeah, yeah. keep going. Keep going. Um, yeah. I mean, literally right after Apollo's funeral, we get into a press conference for Rocky versus, uh, Ivan and, you know, Rocky as usual, like he's, um, he's not really a shit talker. You know, that's, that's just not him. Right he's right. he's very humble, and you know, always kind of looking down, there's almost like this shyness when it comes to him being on camera and being interviewed and stuff like that um and uh then and this was the scene, right here we go again, Adrian t- <laughs> talking to Rocky, trying to convince him, oh why rocky why <laughs> you're- re- you gotta retire like what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> By God, Adrian, I got it It's, it's, I'm a boxer at heart It's in my heart, Adrian But Rocky <laughs> oh, no, you, you can. you can You know, and it, literally It's like three, four minutes of them And, uh It shows him driving By the way, this was another long ass scene And I feel like this was a filler scene I literally put that in all caps filler. Which, one? Which one? It was when he drives away in his Lamborghini with badass 80s music playing in the background. Oh, And the yeah. whole time during this song, it was lit- just memories passed from, like, the the first Rocky movie onward up until Apollo's death. And he keeps seeing visions of Ivan. Uh, I And I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> anyone listening like it's like three to four well however long that song was was how long the scene was i think it was uh burning
0: heart or no easy way out i forget which one but yeah it's a very yeah and it's him like reliving his entire career his entire life with boxing like rocky one two and three shots and and in slow-mos um that was a badass scene i'm not gonna lie that was a cool ass like so there's there's definitely an asterisk to watching this movie which is a part of this is, I don't know, I think the 80s is really cool, right? Yeah. I, I love the 80s. I love the style. I love the music. Mm. I love, I, I loved the 80s as far as from an entertainment and cultural standpoint. Yeah. Like the neon starter jackets and all that. Oh, that's a little more 90s. But the 80s and 90s I really liked. Um, and that scene really, really showed uh, that, that era. Right, yeah. the era that that was taking place in um, yeah it was just this thinking montage right it was just him yeah. driving and thinking of all this shit and I understand I, I think I, you say it's filler and to a degree it was and it was easy to fill right it was all like just old footage um, yeah. from the other movies but I think it was also a way to kind of show like he's thinking about everything in his life up until now and what Adrian said really shook him because he's thinking about all this shit uh, yeah yep, but yeah but I like that scene I know it's a filler. I liked it.
1: I never said it was bad. It's just, it's one of those things where it's like, damn, wow, he's really thinking for like four minutes. All right. Yeah. (laughs) uh, And again, because the movie's got to pick up the pace, you know, It literally it's him on an airplane. He arrives in good old Russia and... (laughs) He's flying in and more badass 80s music is playing. I'm telling you, the budget was a lot better than the first three (laughs) movies. Uh, Yeah. uh, He arrives, and I think the reason for him even going to Russia was so he can clear his mind of everything else and only focus on his opponent. Yes. And because his opponent was Russian, he's like, well, I need to be in the country itself then. Um, and, you know, they, they arrive in Russia and it was like a three hour trip to this log cabin out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and there's like two and a half, three feet of snow all around them. Yep. And the Paul entire like, time. What is this place? Yeah. There's no power besides however they're getting a radio signal. And the entire time, Rocky's being watched and chaperoned by two Russian somebody or another's, because we don't know exactly who they are. You assume they're government, but you don't actually know. No, they Uh, just call them
0: chaperones.
1: Yeah. You know, because they... It's Russia, and that's how it was portrayed, and some would say even still portrayed today, but they were sketchy and very, you know
0: following him around everywhere always keeping an eye on him yeah yeah it Uh, was when when you say log cabin it was straight up like log cabin wood fireplace um
1: candlelight yeah man it was like little house on the prairie but russian
0: yeah and i i don't know how warm a place like that would be in russian winters but um but yeah but yeah and he had a nice, big, thick leather bomber jacket that he wore everywhere for everything.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess that's all you need. Um, but then, you know, training commences, right? Um, I mean, I guess we could talk about real quick how he had that little moment with Apollo's old coach. trainer. yeah, His old coach, yeah. And, you know, pretty much telling him, like, you know, I, I trained, I pretty much raised him when, you know, and now you're here to take his place. So let's do this thing. Then the training commences, um, which again, it absolutely is a lot better than the first Rocky movie, in my opinion. <laughs> and what I liked too, was the entire time we see Rocky training, you see Ivan training. And oh it's yeah. The, I love that. It's, yeah. It's the whole back and forth montage thing that they're doing. And my God, some I, I man, Sylvester Stallone, I don't care if that dude was even on steroids or something back in the eighties, but my God, some of the shit that dude was able to do was mind blowing. Um <laughs> when he was doing like what specifically? So when he was on his back and he's doing those leg raises but then he was like, holding "Oh, the dragonflies!
0: Yeah, yeah, the dragonflies! Yeah." And
1: he's like holding his body out. He's not even lowering his legs completely. He held it at like a forty-five degree angle for I don't know how many seconds. Raised his legs again. Did it again. His core strength was insane. That's all I'm saying. Oh, he and was then, he was yoked. Oh, dude! And then when he was, when he was City. doing those like sit-ups from when he was hanging off the ledge. And he's yeah. doing those sit-ups. He was doing another thing too. I don't know if you noticed it, where it was a similar exercise. He was actually picking his body up, so even the like his his hamstrings weren't touching the ledge. He was lifting up his legs as well. So his body, this is the ledge. His body was lifting, and he was yeah. holding he, it. He up. was
0: like extending his body into yeah, a straight line. I, yeah,
1: I was like, God damn! Talk about motive. Honestly, people talk about. I think it's more for the music, the Rocky motivation. When they hear the music, people get pumped to go to the gym. When I see shit like that, that's motivation. When you see workouts like that being executed, oh, my God. It's like, damn, if he could do that, I mean, I got to be able to do that, too. Yeah, right. You should be able to. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah. And so, again, so we're seeing back and forth that's happening. He's, He's doing everything old school, a lot of body weight. Uh, You know, you see him carrying a log like Jesus Christ. It's like strapped to his hands. He's going through the two or three feet of snow carrying this shit. He's doing a lot of jogging um, while the two spies are like (laughs) chasing him down in a car. Uh, Meanwhile, then you see Drago. And again, just with space age technology, he's just doing his thing. And you see all the numbers and the reports coming up being printed out, and you see, like, the alien button thing lighting up, and, uh, (laughs) what I loved, too, was, they actually cut the montage to make way for a scene. Uh, Adrian arrives. Yes. To support Rocky. Uh, and again, it's, it's a, it's, it's a, uh, you know as usual it's like i'm here for you rocky whatever (laughs) i missed you and that's when the montage kicks into high fucking then it kicks in again hearts on fire comes on (laughs) yes
0: (laughs) ( genres) and he's like he's doing double (laughs) unders on the jump
1: (laughs) rope yeah yeah yeah, he had the beard going on and everything. Um, this was an interesting scene because the Which sneaky, one? Sne- sneaky, sneaky, sneaky Russians—they said Ivan was not doing steroids. Oh yeah, they were yeah, clean yeah. athletes. They showed like a four-inch needle being <laughs> inserted into Ivan's shoulder blade, and like four inches
0: deep. It wasn't like yeah. just the end, like you and have. And the guy to, like, wasn't to. wasn't
1: like all right, I'm going to go in soft. He just fucking he he. Just shoved it in there, and Ivan just emotionless. Uh, So, yeah, he was clearly juiced. It was two things. One, it was a
0: great montage of home gym versus gym membership. And number two, (laughs) it was also like it bothered me in a way that he kept wearing that same leather jacket. Because as somebody who works out from home, and I've worked out in the winter at home, let me tell you something. You don't keep on a a leather bomber jacket. Maybe you do in Russia. Russian winters kill you. So maybe so. But you sweat a little bit, you know? So part of it was kind of gross that you're fucking wearing that jacket. And second of all, it was, aren't you hot? (laughs) Like, your internal body temp,
1: like, you get hot. You get warm. Oh, he right? was doing some sweating for those indoor exercises, man. I'll tell you that. I don't know if you noticed. Oh, yeah, the they insulation inside
0: the, the insulation inside that barn. <laughs> incredible, <laughs> fucking incredible. Well, did Shirtless you also see like
1: sweating. the bonfire they had going on too? What he was like. <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> it, what was amazing with that shot was it's like happening in front of the camera, and then Rocky's <laughs> exercising behind the fire. So there was like yeah. this fire going on, and he's like doing his workouts uh yeah no it it was uh it was definitely well insulated for sure and
0: also yeah and also what i liked about that about that whole back and forth is that a lot of what ivan drago was doing i'm sure back then was new and revolutionary but that's all common shit we see in the gym today right it's like oh he yeah. was using the stair machine it's like oh yeah cool i have that too oh he had all these things on him it's like cool i have a fitbit
1: you know yeah <laughs> like cool um I think it was well-exaggerated, too, because I was also thinking, like, there's no way, like, clearly <laughs> treadmills have existed, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the fa- I think that's why they played the whole Russian log cabin thing. It was like, oh, no, like, no electricity versus all the machines ever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um.
0: I mean, I will say this. A lot of the stuff that, like you said, like Stallone was doing, like, I don't know the last time you trudged through, like, Waist high snow, but um, that's a bitch. That's 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 some work. That's a lot of work
1: drudging through packed snow like that. That's a lot. Um, fucking log on like over your shoulders like that. Yeah, I could only imagine. Oh, yeah, it's just
0: oh, yeah, and that log had unless it was a prop log and it was like, um. Yeah, wood's heavy. That's, <laughs> I don't know the last time you carried a stack of wood in. Wood's heavy. So that's, yeah, that's, it's inc- that, was inc- that was probably the, that montage scene, all of it, including the before and after Adrian arrived, mm-hmm. was, I think, the best scene out of all four movies. Yeah. It is, I think, the most iconic part of all four movies.
1: Mm-hmm. Which
0: is crazy to say that a boxing movie, the biggest, most memorable scene is the training montage. But yeah. I feel like this training montage and this movie specifically made it a cultural thing. The training montage became the trope that it, that it became because of this movie. Because yep. so many people loved it. You know? Yeah. That's just my thought at least. I
1: could be wrong, but that's just my thought at least. Yeah, no, they were definitely going heavy with culture into this one. Um Yeah especially with the whole last scene thing but uh yeah no and then literally again as soon as the montage is over got to got to get to the chase fight night yes um, exactly rocky is clearly not the favorite you know he enters and everyone's booing him by the way half the audience no i okay that's 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 not true 90% of the audience is in some sort of soldier fatigue <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, um, Soviet soldier, like, yeah. green-gray fatigues, yeah.
1: It was actually interesting to see, like, that one soldier whistling for him, but, yeah, no, everyone hates him because it's Russia. Right. And it's an American. And And right. uh, Drago, when he comes out, first off, the stadium goes black, and you just see white. Tell you, man, it's it's aliens. A UFO bright light coming out <laughs> from the hallway, and then out come you just see Drago— enter like he just got off his spaceship and again they have the craziest synth music like very alien-esque playing as he's getting to the and the crowd's going nuts for him um, now you know he enters the ring he kind of taunts Rocky gets in his face whatever I don't know he says something like I will break you or whatever yeah. Yeah. I will break you Um, I have to say I thought the third movie, Rocky was in the best shape. The fourth movie. Yes. He was in the best shape ever.
0: Insane. Insane amount. Shredded. Shredded. Um, 3% body fat, like fully yoked.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um. You know, and then they're doing their little, you know, Whatever the announcer comes in, says this thing in Russian. Ding ding, the fight begins. And Matt, you and I have been doing this for a few episodes now. Yes. When uh, Rocky goes into the ring, what's the first thing he doesn't do? Put his hands up. Blocking is still <laughs> an issue for Rocky Balboa, even in in Mother Russia. <laughs> so and it's funny that you mentioned how uh <laughs> he's taking hits better that's literally my next note he is taking hits better than apollo did yeah uh which is amazing because there was no like training as far as like i don't know like i guess some sort of conditioning as um like you know how people whack their legs with broomsticks and shit yeah, so I don't think
0: you can condition your face though. I think
1: you kind of just <laughs> Yeah, I guess, you know, but like whatever isn't like his skull is made out of It's Apollo's wasn't um I mean cuz he was getting whaled on and I think he had a cut underneath one of his eyes. I think? Yeah, maybe uh <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, the first round clearly didn't go well in Rocky's favor and Rocky says, I see three of him. <laughs> P- Paulie and the other and the coach go, hit the one in the middle. Is- <laughs> so as far as bringing it back to what you were saying, when a coach <laughs> has to determine <laughs> when to pull a fighter out, that should have been it. But no, they were like, hit the one in the middle.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you're seeing three people in the ring after the
1: first round, you're done. Yeah. I'm yep. sorry.
0: Fuck that. You're done.
1: <laughs> uh, you know, and then round two comes in, and then, hey, Rocky surprises us, and he cuts Drago. And, he's human.
0: He's human.
1: Yeah. Yep, he's human. No pain. No pain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That was the motto of the entire movie. No yes. pain. No pain. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, You know, and then it does the whole thing where the fight's... The, the, the rounds go on, I should say.
0: And they're just showing highlights fading in and out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Back and forth. You know, we get it. It's a Rocky movie. We get what happens. It's boxing. Right. Um, at some point during one of the breaks, and I don't know what round this was, but the crowd is changing sides. They're now rooting for Rocky. Um, They're no longer chanting. Ivan or Drago and it's to the point where I guess it's a politician that's sitting up in the balcony or whatever he literally gets out of his seat to go down to the ring in Ivan's corner and he says in Russian like like look listen to these people like they're not they're chanting him not you and you're a disgrace and I think he even like pushes his head Drago pushes him away and says, I fight for me. Yeah, and then right? Drago... Yeah, well, Drago 2.0 then kicks in the update process. <laughs> he picks up this politician oh, guy yeah, with yeah, one yeah. hand and tosses him into the audience. He's like, I fight for me.
0: Yeah. You know?
1: Uh, oh, you forgot I'm, the
0: scene where he says, after, after Rocky beats him up a little bit, he goes, that man is steel.
1: Oh, he is made of iron. Yeah, he is yeah, not a yeah. man. He is made of iron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, and this round, this fight went 15 rounds. God um, damn. So yeah, I, by round 15, you know, Rocky went in. I think I even got a few shots in, but Rocky finished him off, knocked him out, and uh, that was it. You know, and that, but. The way it ended was him giving a speech about change to the entire Uh, crowd. That was was all of Russia. Like, hey, like, I didn't like you people either at first either, but here we are, you know, and not kind of like it. I think you like me, too. And (laughs) if we if I can change, you could change. We can all change. The world can change. You know, there was like some sort of like worldwide positive message.
0: Well, don't forget Uh, the Cold War was a thing don't forget russia versus usa was a big big thing like um yeah like don't forget like miracle happened you know what i mean like with the usa and and soviet uh, olympic teams like yeah all that shit is fresh right yeah so i thought that was nice i it is cheesy Mm -hmm. it's incredibly cheesy but when you look at it from the lens of Imagine if, in that, if when we were watching that now, that we were just coming off a p- period of time where we were convinced that the Russians were going to try to kill us all, yeah, <laughs> with nuclear weapons, and the Russians were convinced that we were going to kill them with nuclear weapons, and we were in a nuclear stalemate, and mm-hmm. uh, we were we had the hunt for Red October, and we had all these things about, um, well, I think Hunt for Red October came out after that, but do you think of all these? Tropes of Russians and Americans hating each other and spying on each other and trying to cause harm to each other and then you have this super popular movie in America where it says we can we can be allies we can be friends we don't need to be so hateful of each other Yeah, I understood the messaging it was heavy handed and obvious Yeah, it was so it was just like it was just like slapping you in the face of just how obvious it was of what it was trying to convey yep but I thought it was nice. I thought it was... that it was a very nice a nice uh, statement. What did you think of it? Did you think it was too cheesy?
1: I didn't. I, I mean, I also tried to imagine myself back in 86 or 87, whenever this movie took place, you know, and I tried to think that and what people were going through in the world and what their mindset was, and then exactly that, seeing a, one of the biggest movie stars and one of the biggest... Uh, A series of films ever and then you hear that message and it's like holy shit not not only did I just sit through the best Rocky movie so far like the message you know and everything like fuck I'm sure people left the movie theater like inspired not only to work their ass off in the gym but then like really rethink of the situation of the world and themselves you know I'm sure there were a lot of people that uh, we're really thinking like Damn why you know I'm sure people had A certain mindset Towards Russians as the Russians Did for with us yeah. That still continues to this day I'm sure It's yes. not as bad As it was back then but um, But yeah I, I think it was It was
0: definitely a positive impact Rock for the record This this I just looked it up it came out in
1: 1985 85, okay. There you go. Um, so, yeah, man. I, I, like I said, I... Okay. Out of 10, out of a score of 10, for me, 10. Whoa! For... for and I'm not talking about all boxing movies ever, as far as all the Rocky movies go, this oh. one is 10 out of 10 for me. Because I was entertained, I liked what the story was about, I liked the characters, I liked the... Mu- there were so many things I liked about this movie, and then yeah. the positive message at the end. Yeah. Like, goddamn. Yeah, you know what? Goddamn. And I know that's, you know, some people can say, yeah, but you also grew up on it, that's the only one you really have seen over and over again. I'm telling you, even after, at 32 years old, watching from the beginning... And then getting back to this one, this one just hits differently. It's different.
0: Yes, I agree. It just is. I agree. No, I agree. I think this is... 10 is strong. I'll say 10. I'll say 10, though. After you made, after you made those yeah. points, I'll say a 10 out of 10 for a I'll Rocky movie. I'll tell you movie. what. I'll tell you what. 10 just no, t- no, no, no. T- 10 out of 10 for a Rocky movie. I agree.
1: I well, agree. here's what I was going to say. Okay. To take a take a point away, right? We also saw a familiar formula being introduced yet again in the fourth movie. Just with certain conversations. Win, Rocky. Right? Or the talk of retirement. A fighter, you know, it's like... Yeah. So maybe is this formula being overused? Okay, maybe, I'll, I'll tell you what, nine out of ten. And, and literally just for that reason. The fact that they did four movies in the same, with the same formula... In mind, but but I would I would personally give it a ten. But to be fair, I'll give it a nine.
0: I'll give it a nine out of ten as well. I'll, I'll I'm just going to stick to what you rate because I I think we're in in perfect agreement and alignment on this. Cool, you know what I mean about like how it was ed- executed. The flow was really smooth. With the dialogue and the music. A little random. Don't know why there was a fucking robot in it, a whole bunch, but whatever. Um, I think the portrayal You
1: don't, ro- man. I literally explained it to you. They're right. portraying the idea. Oh shit, there was my camera.
0: Yeah, no, uh. I get it. I get no, I get it, right? Like I get it. The whole it was just weird, like like hello, Polly. And then it turned into his girlfriend in a way, where he gave it like a sexy female voice, like hi Polly. That's right. And I was, forgot to
1: mention that. Yeah. So yeah, was he's like, "Hey, like... Paulie, how'd you do that?" He literally responded, oh, "She loves me." So, is Paulie an IT technician? How the hell did he know how to do that?
0: He's a software engineer. Just my god.
1: <laughs> so
0: yeah, nice. I, 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 nine out of ten, maybe nice. nine point five, but it's really high up there for a Rocky movie. You're right. The big, biggest nice. part about it is how iconic it is. Yeah, yeah. It's such an iconic movie. It literally it literally formed in my opinion for our generation the the workout the training montage trope yeah and it defined that it set that standard for it so yeah i'm going to say that i'm going to say let's yeah let's let's uh let's let's conclude by agreeing that it's a 9 out of 10 out of our rocky series so far we're nearing the end don't have much left it's it's this is exciting Two more? um yeah yeah, we're we're close. Closing
1: in. We're closing in, baby. And, closing in. And I'm just going to say it right now from what I remembered, cuz I've only seen it once. I wasn't a fan of the next movie. <laughs> and I didn't hear great things about the latest one either from like oh, 2000 whatever.
0: Oh, come on. No, 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 no. no. Don't <laughs> don't 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 give me a bias. Don't give me a bias. I need to remain unbiased for this. All right. Sounds good. Okay. All right. In that case, uh, we'll have to see how it goes next time. Yeah. Rocky Five, here we come. Here we go. So, turning the page, nearing the end. Ding, ding. <laughs> all right, man. I'll talk to you later. Oh, I wish we could have ended it on the ding, ding. That was so perfect. <laughs> Fuck, that was so perfect. <laughs> ding, ding. I wish here we could have just fucking ended it. On
1: We're gonna that. do it right now. Okay. We'll all do right. It right now. Do all it. All right, man. Ding, ding. (laughs) Yes.